I V M. Hey, you're listening to IVM Likes. I'm May, and we have in the studio Sharanya and Abbas. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. And uh, as usual, we're recommending a film, a TV show, and a book. So today, I'm starting off with a TV show I'd like to recommend, Yay. which weirdly enough came recommended by Sharanya. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not quite incestuous. You know, yeah. like, I just want to keep sharing my recommendations. Guys. I know. And you're yeah. a TV fiend, man. <laughs> so, um, I actually genuinely, de- I, as your recommendations now become my recommendation, it's a TV show called Fleabag. It's up by the BBC and Amazon. It's a six-episode series written and stars a woman called Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And the show is actually originally adapted from this one-woman play, which is called the same thing, and actually won a Fringe Edinburgh Fringe Festival Award. Now, the story is about a 20-something woman, and she's sort of getting to grips with her life um, after uh, a tragedy that happened to her. And it's hilarious, but supremely dark at the same time. Uh, I I remember in the first like half hour, uh, you literally see her rolling her eyes through like anal sex and then masturbating to Barack Obama, which leads to her breaking up with her boyfriend. So it was it's like, like the first half hour yeah. of the show. Yeah. And the thing is, there's a running commentary because she breaks the fourth, fourth wall, wall yeah, right? all the time. So she's constant. There's constant running commentary of like everything that's going on, from like this dude with like buck teeth that she meets on a bus to her family to her friends, and you see her during this short period, like the six episode series. It's like this one period in her life. And you see all her relationships, whether it's with um, herself, her best friend, her family, her sister, sister, boyfriend, um, guys that are, you know, potential suitors, all that kind of thing. And also like her work and this cafe and how she's broke all the time. And one of the things that I really genuinely liked about this is it's it's really gripping. Like, I feel like I'm laughing and crying all at the same time. Did you expect it to be dark, though? Because I didn't realize it was going to be dark after like the first three episodes. And so, then it suddenly makes a turn and it's like the three episodes were fun. The last three episodes are holy shit, what's happening? Because so even, even I've seen only the first three episodes. So I don't have any idea oh, what the okay, darkness so, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so the thing is, the comedy, I mean, it's black comedy yeah, anyway. Yeah. Like the, the, the way it sort of runs, it's like her humor is really dark. Mm. But the actual series and what goes on and the like the twist at the end, like <laughs> stop my it, stop God, it, stop it. I'm not gonna mention what happens at the end. Can I mention the first three episodes? It's a twist. There's a twist. Okay, you should watch it now. You're allowed. Well, I'm allowed to say twisty end without any spoilers, but. Because this show, like I said, is really dark and it, it takes you to all kinds of places in this woman's mind and in, in, in her life. And it's kind of awesome because I saw a quote from uh, the, the the lead character who is the one who wrote it, this woman called Phoebe. She actually says, I can't believe they let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else from um, her, her sister Claire to Boot, all of the actors in this TV series are also brilliant besides Phoebe herself. So I would definitely recommend watching watching Fleabag uh, I know you've only seen three episodes yes. watch the rest it's just okay. three more yeah cheese and, and it's, it's six yeah. episodes yeah, I finished it, it in barely a day or and two and it's man. available on Amazon Prime now so yeah, yeah. It is. easy to watch awesome okay so uh, the next recommendation uh, is a film uh, from a bus 
anybody who knows me uh, knows that I'm a die-hard Star Wars fan. Nobody fanatic. knows you. <laughs> I can't tell. I'm who wearing, are you? I'm wearing, wearing a Star Wars t-shirt <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Uh, so the film I'm going to recommend is not Star Wars because everybody apart from Charanya has seen that. Uh, <laughs> Update coming up, guys. <laughs> uh, it's a documentary from 2010 called The People vs. George Lucas. Uh, it's a documentary about the relationship uh, that George Lucas has with the fandom. Uh, basically, what... Uh, And this is not to do with Star Wars at all? It does, it does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I love Star Wars, but I'm going to recommend something else now. Yeah. Completely different, out of my out of my game. Totally out of my yeah. wheelhouse. Yeah. It's uh, what I love about the film is it's about the relationship between the creator and the fandom. And yeah. Star Wars is a great example of how the fandom has literally grabbed the creation from the creator's mm. hands. Mm. So how the film uh, breaks down is that the first half pretty much deals with how your average uh, biographical documentary deals. Mm. They introduce you to who George Lucas is, what happened, how he made the original uh, trilogy of films, yeah, yeah. the impact they had. They interview the who's who of science fiction and fantasy and art direction and screenwriting and the impact that Star Wars really had good, yeah. on their lives. And then midway through, they take you to this time where George Lucas wrote the prequel series. Mm. Now, the prequels... are universally uh, regarded as not as, as good, good or as well made yeah, as yeah. the original films but the film tries to go behind the moral decisions that George Lucas took in the prequel series they were totally different the characters made choices which were not in keeping with mm. what the world of star mm, wars yeah, was yeah. and the pivotal moment came when George Lucas released the remastered versions of the original films where he inserted things took out lines re-edited footage to make it seem like a goody two shoes kind of a film and these people who've been regarding George Lucas as this godlike figure in the first half of the movie yeah. completely turn yeah. on him and oh, go like George yeah. Lucas broke our hearts it was yeah. like our Vietnam <laughs> this is the world yeah, yeah Star Wars prequels were our Vietnam and uh, so so it just the the transition from the love from the extremely adoring nature of uh, the fans mm. to being someone who don't want to see George Lucas they just don't want to do anything <laughs> that's, that's as, awesome There's wow. a guy who and the, the, he built multiple monsters, guys. Yeah. <laughs> there's this one point where uh, in 1999, when Phantom Menace came out, mm. uh, the director actually uh, he records all the people before they go into the cinema. They're like, we're so excited for this, we want to, we can't wait for it. Oh and then God. he films them watching the movie, and they and the, the people come out. The same people are like, I didn't expect it to suck. Like at one <laughs> point, it just started sucking, oh, and no. we couldn't believe it. We all watched it twice just to believe just. How bad it was! Oh no! Oh my God, so sense. the whole, and then in the end, uh, the ending of the movie is like it's it's an open interpretation to yeah. the audience that yeah. this is the man who gave you your favorite movies, and then he made these other mm. movies which might not have been as great. Yeah. But does that mean you completely? Does he have a responsibility it? to the fans, or does he does just he have a responsibility to what he created himself? Yes. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, this movie was of course came out before Lucas sold the rights <laughs> to, Disney to Disney, and the new yeah. films were made. So apparently, the director is. making another see this a uh, a uh, uh, like a potential sequel is okay. in the works uh, so i'd like to see how that goes but it's a, it's a great even if you haven't seen star wars it's a it's a great uh, case study in how mm-hmm. the creator versus the fans uh that uh, balance, balance and, yeah. and yeah. the yeah. the the clash uh, uh, happens so yeah the people nice. versus george lucas is my wow. recommendation really but it's also really interesting to like think about you created something right 
and people love it so much exactly they feel the like kind they have, of expectation yeah. they feel like they have a they have a say over what should happen because they they're the ones who feel made so the movie yeah. big yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you feel yeah. invested yeah. right in some yeah. way and i think in that sense like when when you are disappointed it's horrific yeah but then it's scary being the person that's created to be like yeah, like, yeah exactly it's yeah. just yeah it's and you can't pander all the time to what the audience wants no, you can. that's the problem because so many people do that and then they get blamed for pandering and that's yeah. like yeah. you know it's a, it's a thin line to walk yeah, really thin so line. people versus george, george lucas, lucas is your film yep. now we got sharania with her book recommendation app i'm going to recommend a book called um, mr panamra's 24 hour bookstore Uh, it's a book from 2012 written yeah. by this um, guy called Robin Sloan. Uh, it's a really light, easy reading. But here's what ma- makes it fascinating. But let me tell you about the plot first. It's a guy called Clay who's lost his job at a um, uh, at a startup that basically has written up this algorithm that creates the perfect bagel every time. Whoa. The startup is shut down. He's trying to find another job, um, and he ends up working at an old bookstore. Um, he works the graveyard shift, so he starts to find like after a couple of months there. One, he it really bores him. He feels like there are no customers who come in to buy these books because why would they when you can just read everything online? Yeah. Uh, and he only sees some like really weird people coming in, and sometimes they never buy books; they just borrow some books. So he tries to track like what are these books they are buying, and when he opens them, there's like no text, just sometimes like some weird code in it, some numerical things hidden. So he basically starts to get invested in this mystery that's happening at his workplace. So he starts using what he knows how to use best technology. So he um creates softwares and algorithms and writes up like makes like a 3D projection map of the library what are the books they are picking what does this code mean and just basically using all the tasks all the skills that he has as a coder and a software pr- uh, programmer yeah. to crack a mystery that is basically happening in a bookstore. uh something that he doesn't understand why it still functions mm-hmm. uh of course it's a it's a really fun read because it goes on to basically find some he accidentally runs into like this 500 year old secret society there's a whole mystery element to it which i mm-hmm. won't tell you but what it does this book is also raise questions about if you read a book on your kindle you're killing bookstores you're mm. you know you're like you're not um respecting what literature came from but if you're reading actual books it, this is the new age don't waste paper yeah. uh it's always a fight between what is what is used to be and you know i like the smell of the book mm. versus you're killing paper right now you're killing trees right now yeah. uh versus um what technology can give you in terms of like if you look at um google or where you can find art from every museum online you can find every book written you can code anything um and what that means to actually finding knowledge by looking through books all the time mm-hmm. um the book is kind of based in um, you know like a kind of like a google uh, backyard where all of the softwares that the friends that he has all of them kind of work at google or like do something in the in the software space and they basically um are trying to decrypt like decode something that this old people these old people are doing at the same time by using real books while these guys are using technology to do it yeah. and what matters more is it the solution or how you came up with the solution it is a really interesting book wow. and it's a really light read surprisingly because um it's this author's first book he used to work at twitter and he's also like one of those software guys yeah. um and it's a it's a really simple book but it still raises some questions which i think were very interesting to me because as somebody who switched to the kindle and completely love it and have yeah. successfully tried sometimes to convert some of my friends to like move to ebooks yeah. um i find that the conversation is kind of similar to what i have with my friends who are like no i love my books so much yeah. um i mean of course the conversation is easy because it's always like it's cheaper you can read more books 
uh but i wanted it's to easy find to out around. did it's, you guys have the same kind of situation when as book readers to feel like should i make the switch uh, i still haven't made that switch oh, i'm old school yeah i i'm somewhere in the middle man my um there is my mom's friend who gifted me a kindle fire hmm. some years ago and i started using that like all the time yeah. for like all my books but the thing was um and the value of that is so amazing because in the middle of like reading a book i could like like pick out paragraphs yeah, yeah. and highlight yeah. them highlight and them, save them for at, later if i want to read them again look at meanings yeah, for everything yeah like i've had moments where you're reading through a book it always happens that there's a word that you don't understand so even to look up the dictionary yeah. while you're on your kindle it's just it's yeah. a really great value but the thing is i still have books in my house of course i still like my mom still buys me books people still buy me books i still buy books if i go to a bookstore it just ends up happening that mm. books are still there in my life there i've got like one little shelf like next yeah. to my bed with yeah. like four books i'm currently reading <laughs> but i find this really interesting how ironic that he's a tech dude working at yeah. a bookstore yeah. man like yeah. it's kind of funny but what's it called again uh mr panamra's 24 hour bookstore you know, there's, when you, when a, there's a line in it where uh, mr panamra the bookstore owner asks him like do you own a kindle when he goes to apply for the job and he says like he feels like a teenager where the principal is asking him if he has weed in his bag <laughs> <laughs> uh, because mr panamra is such a purist about yeah, books yeah, he just yeah. feels like oh, i kind of do you know uh but i i actually i do have a lot of books and i obviously always had paperbacks and read so many yeah. books um but i made the switch to kindle i think 2 years ago and it has mm. absolutely changed my reading i read so much more books are so much more easily available every mm. time i see something that I, that somebody recommends a book or like a review of a new book yeah. it takes me like 2 minutes to buy it instead of worrying about will i have the money will i have i have to go to a bookstore it's none of that it's yeah. literally i download it on my amazon it's on my kindle right now i can start reading it yeah. i find that it's made a habit i want easier to keep yeah right. you know Now I get that. Also, when you introduced the book, I thought you were talking about like some South Indian uncle. Yeah, even I did. I like, right? When is Kerala like, going to be mentioned? Chambram <laughs> <laughs> uncle, Mr. Panambra's twenty-four hour bookstore by Robin Sloan. Awesome. Okay, okay so that's your uh, book recommendation. Like I said, uh, the TV show that you should totally check out is Fleabag. Uh, the film that Abbas recommended was People versus George Lucas, and. From you, Sharanya, it was. I'm not going to say this. I, I already said it, it's fine. They're all right. I think you guys got that, Mr. Panambra Sabs. Twenty four hour bookstore. There we go. Okay, we'll be right back after this break with our uh, special, special segment area bit. <laughs> Hey, this is our uh, special segment area thing, which <laughs> we don't have a name for. But uh, we ask special questions to all of us, and uh, I think this is inspired by a bit of news that you heard, right? Shreya? Right. Uh, there was news this week that uh, some fans had re-edited Breaking Bad, the whole show of sixty-two mm-hmm. episodes, to make it into a feature-length movie, a two-hour movie from sixty-two episodes. And this is a very oh, plot-heavy yeah. show yeah. and movie, but. <laughs> There's, I feel personally that there's no way you can condense such a rich plot into a two-hour feature, mm-hmm. um, and the reviews are kind of similar. But I guess if you've never watched Breaking Bad, the TV show, and you do not have sixty-two hours to give up to a TV show, maybe <laughs> maybe the two-hour like so, segment works for you. Could be yeah. like a like a, a sort of like your way into Breaking Bad. So our question for today is: movies that we think would be great as TV shows or awful as TV shows. So uh I was thinking I wouldn't mind like an Ocean's 11 TV show. 
Mm. Plus, I get to see like Brad Pitt like in a TV show. Mm. And oh, so we're Clooney. keeping the cast the same, is it? Oh yeah, cast oh, is totally oh, cast is the same. same. Not a, like a different cast for TV. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. Same cast, but just like a storyline. I'm sure be... all of them have free time to do this TV show. <laughs> of course, they have free time, man. <laughs> when they decide uh, during their retirement years. <laughs> I think something that would really work um, also as a TV show is the Harry Potter series because you can show so much more history. Oh, you know what? That's really good. Yes. And I would not mind it if there were other character, other actors. You okay. and mine. You're you're pitching a reboot I'm to Warner Warner Brothers. Yeah, uh, yeah, Warner a TV Steelers. show that doesn't need Daniel Radcliffe yeah, anymore because yeah, yeah. he's too old, and I That's want true. Emma Watson to have her own life. I really <laughs> can't. Uh, I I just no, don't want to stop. I think I agree with you. Harry Potter would have been way better as a TV series because it's it's like you know chapter by chapter yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah. to know. And you know. could in- introduce so much more history that kind of you couldn't include in the movies That's or right. even you in know? the books. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like if J.K. Rowling was actually part of the writing team yeah. to actually create like far more extensions of yeah. this, yeah. would be amazing. I think we should tweet to her about this idea instead oh, yeah. of doing like. Other spin-offs that are just not yeah. as good. Yeah, I think we should do. We should recommend this. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I'll send idea. us this episode link. Hey, yeah. JK. What's up? Here's my idea, JK. Yeah. <laughs> Check it. <laughs> oh, I have another one. Oh yeah. I think Jack Black's uh, School of Rock would be a really good TV show. What? Really? It's just young people in a band do- going to tour and they're no dealing yeah. with like real adult people. Come on, it's so funny. No way. It Are was just the film ended and end. Like there yeah, it had a very I love to watch these kids it. on tour it, and it would be so funny. Limited, uh, like yeah. that time in the kids' lives is very like they no discovered, guys. <laughs> they discovered no. rock no and roll. Guys. They played disagree. their big concert. <laughs> no <laughs> man, I I completely disagree with you guys. I think it would be a great show. I would watch it. It'll, It'll just be, so be every episode Jack Black introducing them to a new genre. That's, I mean, they, yeah. That, imagine It'll be like Glee. Imagine, no, of course not. Oh, Shut up. No, nice take comparison. That take that Don't. back. So I'm glad you threw that down. <laughs> that was excellent. These guys are children. It'd actually be a really good history class of like history of rock. Every episode they take a new... Um, you just took the fun out of school of oh, rock. Fine, it's nice cool. I did. Goddamn, guys. Totally. Maybe I'm not pitching did, it right. Why don't you totally like pitching it JB? Oh, I'll try. <laughs> After JK. I'll try. I, I have I'll a, try. I have a idea which movie mm-hmm. might be good as a TV yeah. show. Pulp Fiction. No, yes, yes, no. I like it a lot as a movie. I like it because so much as a movie. Because those characters are so rich. You can have, like Lost, you they, can have like, I want to see a episode with just uh, Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta doing their thing. I want to see an episode with just the Uma Thurman character. I want to see oh, but you know, the boxer. The thing is, a three-part Quint- franchise, I would be okay with, but like a TV yeah, show is too much. I wouldn't mind like, like a Fleabag, like a yeah. six-part series or something. Yeah, sure. But the thing is, the reason Quentin Tarantino's work is just so sharp. Sharp, right and it's so it's like you get a great tease of all these yeah. like characters and the fact that there's nothing that you know about them yeah. is what adds such value to that character you don't really know it's like a Samuel story, Jackson's yeah, girl, it's a story like, that works because of the of the brevity of it because if yeah. it was a meandering TV show I feel like all of the characters would lose some of their sharpness yeah. and where the plot goes Okay. disagree <laughs> disagree <laughs> oh I have one that I think would absolutely not work um, as a TV show yeah. um, Actually no Let me think about it again Game of Thrones mm. This is what I'm thinking It works great as a TV show yeah. It works great as books yeah. Okay But Think of it as a movie Where It's a three part series Or whatever Okay We don't have to see Meandering stories About characters We do not care about 
we're just focusing on the three mm. people like you know Khaleesi, Jon Snow, Tyrion. Uh, the way you are explaining it, it kind of seems like what Marvel is doing with their movies. One character gets Correct. an entire movie, and then the Avengers they all I come together. I love that idea. I think it totally work as a four-part yeah. series, so we don't have to watch other unnecessary characters, man. Um, there's so much. Maybe, there's yes. so much plot in the books, which has already been like cut down to TV show, which right. I find great. But I feel like the TV show is also. While amazing and I love it, still meandering and could work as a really short, like mm. a movie Four part, series, like yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. I would franchise. totally watch it. Yeah. <laughs> there would be more budgets. It would look amazing. It would have some great highlights, guys. Think about it. I was thinking the before the before sunset, before sunrise, before midnight yes. movies. Uh, they're very tailored to a movie. They're very tailored to yeah, as a uh, TV show. Time be... bound. As oh, you're the, saying it would not work as a TV show. It would yeah, not it would work, work mm. because the second one before sunset is mm. set in real time. That's mm. the whole yeah. idea of it. Yeah. And even before sunrise is uh, about one night. Uh, right. yeah, the, 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 the two people spend. So as a TV show, it would get a. It would get repetitive. And I don't know if I want to know about these characters once they're done with that brief meeting, right? right? Yeah. It makes sense if uh, the movies were Sorry. made with a very long gap in between them. So it's like revisiting where those characters are now. No, no, yeah. Uh, but with a TV show, I don't know if I want to watch them week in and week out. Yeah, right? I don't want to watch them doing their own thing exactly, in their life. Exactly, yes. No, yeah, I agree with you completely. I Before since I, before Sunrise, that time that they both yeah. have with yeah. each other is so... Like unique and yeah. it was different and 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 yeah. you sort of like follow them on this like little yeah. adventure like when they first meet each other and then they meet each right. other how many ever years yeah. later, and it's nice like that. I think it, like I agree with you. It 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 fits perfectly. And if I had to see more, mm. it would it would ruin it. Yeah. It would, would I don't want to know more. I think uh, I agree that would not work as uh, a TV show. But unpopular opinion, I don't think it works as great movies, guys. Oh. They are just oh, okay. Yeah, they were just I, I just did not, not see the charm in it. I just don't get it. You know what? I'm just not. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Yeah, right. a whole right. podcast. Fine, you guys don't want to engage with me about this conversation. Fine. No, we're not because it's about stuff we like. We're not hating on this podcast, girlfriend. I love the stuff that works in both, like TV shows that become movies and still work, like The Simpsons, for example. Right. Movies are great. Oh, yeah. TV shows great. TV show continues to do what it does, and Absolutely. it doesn't affect anything. Success. I love that. But again, that's because there's not a linear plot. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's Every true. episode is its own episode, so it's fine. Uh, has either of you seen Serenity, the Firefly? Uh, the movie. Movie. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie. Okay. I've seen the show. Obviously, I haven't seen the movie. That's also one of those which works really well as a movie. Really, really I really well. love it as a TV show so much. I feel like it's too, it's too precious. Okay. Because <laughs> it got cancelled in like one season. Yeah, you know? then, it's, it's like one of those really good Josh Whedon shows that I feel like deserve to make it. I don't know why it doesn't. What about these like? You know, like uh, the Hulk or uh, the, like the Marvel or DC mm. characters. If like if, if, and I want the movie guys right. to be on the TV show. Like I'd want to see like, what do you want to see like Thor the TV show? The thing is, the comic books are exactly that they're serialized. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, stories. why don't they work? My as a TV problem show? with uh, doing uh, superheroes, uh, they're already multimedia because they're already in that's video true. games, they're already that. comics, they're already TV shows, they're already movies. I feel like that's it's too much. Just Calm down. <laughs> I think it's too much. I cannot keep up with the universes of everything. You know. Yeah. yeah. The only reason they're not doing it as TV shows, like, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. would want to do television, or Scarlett <laughs> really? Johansson would want to do television. That's, that's the only. That's reason. fine. You know what? Let's just recast him, man. Look, Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch works as a perfectly fine TV Sherlock, and Robert Downey Jr. is a movie Sherlock. I'm fine with it. Oh, that's that way. You oh know what God. I mean? Okay. It could be a different Makes cast. Sense. Like mm-hmm. the TV show could have a different person. 
Yeah, I mean, true. they do change Spider-Man every other year. Yeah, <laughs> they, it's like a pageant. Yeah, <laughs> that is gonna happen with pageant DC. Pageant of nerdy like yeah. DC is gonna have a different Flash for TV Correct. and a different Flash I mean, for TV. I mean, that's show. good because the TV show Flash is awful. Oh really? Oh my oh, God! Okay. The CW one. <laughs> the show is not terrible. The Flash guy, the guy. Shannon is really in a mood to diss things. Sorry, today. sorry. Like, I'm screw back. I am shocked that she is like the main person on this show because she's the biggest hater in this office. <laughs> oh my God! It, again, and this is not true at all. I'm not I even like so kidding. much stuff, guys. I, yeah, congratulations <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Literally the biggest hater does. Hey, it's Sharanya with IBM Lights. Hate, hate, hate. Screw Flash, but School of Rock should yeah. be a TV show. See, hey, the hey, one time I have like, some I, good ideas here, guys. I have such respect for this girl. This one moment, I'm like, why don't we have like School of Rock on TV? Come no, on, boss and I were like, every episode will be a history lesson. Wow, hey. would be wow, such guys. shit. Wow. So like, you guys never have any bad ideas. Whatever. You hello oh. hater. We're, we're, according to you, we're full of bad ideas. Ideas. We this one of our ideas, and she's like, whatever, guys. <laughs> so maybe, oh, right, fine. Let's not make the school of rock movie. Whatever. Movie, not TV, TV show. TV show. TV show. Let's not make the TV show. Whatever. Okay, so uh, you just heard all the movies and TV shows that we think should not be or should be or whatever. Um, if you guys want to get in touch with us at all, maybe give us your recommendations of stuff that yeah. you like. It's really simple. You go to IVM Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We'll be back next week with more stuff that you should check out that we like. 